0: this is Lori Jean Pinella, singer and songwriter today I was going to talk about artist expression and I was going to go into how when I was at the worst of my head injury I was relating while I was in school back to the artistry many years ago nomads and through the, the changes of how we were able to start writing more freely versus being versed with what we could actually write about and it brought me to, I mean there is magic in that because with my head injury I was really seeing the messages I think more than I would have without a head injury what the artists were trying to pass on to us um, in their extreme states like they were trying to send us messages of maybe what was to come, or... I mean, I could really see deeply into the artwork. Of course, we got deep into it when you're studying literature. But then, last night when I was searching poets, because I was trying to think of something that, that is more deep and more like me... Excuse me, I had to take a sip of my, my smoothie. I'm losing my voice. I just got up much longer than that, so... I searched uh, for poets, and I just figured poets as closest to what I do, songwriting. And I found quite a few poets that I was saddened that it just really didn't survive for long. And one of my favorites that I had always looked upon, uh, or at least been inspired or curious to, would be Emily Dickinson. And I just, where she was closed away, and it it, it seemed that she had to really fight to get any studying as far as going to school. I just, and she was closed off from people, and she didn't live very long. She lived into her 50s. Most of the women that I had found didn't live past their 60s, most of them into their 40s and 50s, a few into their only 30s, and these are Pulitzer Prize winners. Let me give you some names here. I just connected my Bluetooth headphones, which I thought were connected, so I hope that you're still going to be hearing me okay. First part of the segment. But when I searched uh, women, I had found... Oh, Anne Bradstreet, who's a big one. She only lived into her 60s. Edna St. Vincent Millay, who was the 1923 Pulitzer Prize winner, got in her 50s. Emily Jade Bronte, who wrote Weathering Heights, barely in her thirties. And her sister survived, I don't know, maybe watching on from her flat early thirties. Sapo suicide. I really looked I looked up to Sapo. I learned about her in school and honestly I didn't know she committed suicide. That like, wasn't said at all. But I um I came up with a title that I thought would be good, and I don't know how much I'm going to go into this segment, but creating success in an abusive environment, and I've had a lot of people help me, even though I've, I've learned my own tools, as I've told you, which is tarot that's been giving me more energy, by the way. But. I just recently needed a little bit of a boost here, so I tapped back into Carrie Green, Gabby Bernstein, Deliciously Ella—a new one of mine—and my newest, Downshiftology. And it really helped me build my self-esteem again to get my uh, my journey going into to my what I feel is success. But um, I just uh, sometimes I get lost where I'm at, I just need to hear them talk and they're just so clear about what they say I always get something from these women and there's so many women out there who are helpful, I'm really big into the the food thing which I know you guys already know but I am um, I can watch hours, I watched on Shindology, I watched hours of um, sure I had my, of her cooking yesterday and <laughs> I wrote all these lists, Oh, well, I ended up crossing a most of what I wrote down and just kind of wrote down two really easy things to make. And one is cauliflower hummus. Let me make sure I have it right in place because I'm down all Cauliflower. And the other is. Oh, it's a 27. A roast. Yeah. Da- oh, down, down, shift. I did. Very good. So I found a couple things that I'm hoping give me more more energy. But just the beauty, let's say in this woman, she's so new to me, right? Oh, Lisa. Boy, she has been diagnosed with four different autoimmune diseases, and I only know one to date within me. I wouldn't doubt if I had more now, but it's really hard to conquer and live with. But she just beautifully shares, you know, parts of her life before she goes into the kitchen and cooks with you. And she just lays it out so elegantly and lays the and down to earth and walks her beautiful beach in her neighborhood and walks up here goes into her beautiful home. And she just makes it look so, all this healthy food looks so yummy and life looks so wonderful. And so she's really an inspiration to me and I think I really need that with an autoimmune disease. Like maybe that's why I'm so into nutrition because it literally, um, makes my body operate the way it does. Where well, some people, as long as they're eating a meal, it's good. But, oh, I got oatmeal out of it, too. Um, <laughs> she makes this really good oatmeal, but I think I'm just going to do a simple and just use some of her toppings. But I, I really have been inspired, and I will continue to watch the videos, the weekly videos of these women. Go on, watch them cook. Um, Deliciously, Ella has some wonderful pot. Something. I'm gonna watch Happiness today. That's from last year. But she brings on real speakers, and she always gives me a lift. I don't know how she does it. She's been sick too, and she has this wonderful um, cafe restaurant. Her and her husband run, and nutrition has brought her around wonderfully. So it's just really inspiring to me. But where I got the name "creating success in an abusive environment," where do I get that from? Wow, Um, to me it'd be like knock on the top of my head there. But okay, for those who have been submerged in life and haven't been able to think their own thoughts or are afraid to share their own opinions, um, I'll share myself. Sometimes, um, let's say when you're trying to work. Trying to work on my and I try to work, that's probably the hardest. Not, not having um, so much distraction, not having respect to so people don't distract you. Um, oh, the stereotype of us, which is really hard. And I'm certainly not, I could have I don't consider myself a feminist. I'm not. I just want to tell you guys that you know, studying literature, that word is made up by a man, and it means dancing beautifully, so if you think you're fighting feminism, that will be going on. But I give you so much credit, because I'm sure some things that I do, people don't like and think it's a waste of time, and you know I mean, the main thing is to do something, right? But I just feel like they're getting away from that. We are stereotyped and it's it's really difficult to when you're working on something and someone's looking at you differently than who you really are and you're really trying to stay focused and sometimes you feel like you're being purposely thrown off and that's really difficult and that's probably one of the most serious deterrents yeah there's so many physical aspects that other women feel which I certainly understand and um, but you know when your brain is functioning and anything of course, I mean, any type of abuse um, mocking mocking is horrible mocking is another one to me that is just as bad as um, someone looking at you as though they know you and they really don't even feel that which leads to disrespect etc 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 so those, those are really the three that came to the top of my head but what really caught my attention were my heart just poured to these women. And I kept feeling, I mean, sometimes I feel the stress of life and you feel like, oh my God, how long is my body going to hold out? And I look at these women and I say their bodies just couldn't hold that. I mean, it's, it's all, just the last three things I said is enough to take something down. not counting if you've got your body, physical use, which many of them have. But I um, I just really, really felt that it, it's hard. And I guess I wanted to share a little bit of my experience so that people don't give up creating their own success. Something they may not have always wanted to do, something they're good at. Now, Gabby Bernstein will be the first one to say that one of the Carrie Green is wonderful at telling you, go out there and... Find your niche, you know and turn it into success and, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a six or seven figure, but it's feeling happier than yourself and being able to support yourself is pretty cool too that's always been very important to me, and that was taken away from me when I was at the, the top of where I was at working so hard in the corporate world, but you know, I mean, I wouldn't be here talking to you, I wouldn't be um, so philosophical, which I love, and I love philosophy, and I, that's probably one of my my deepest curiosities, that I will just you know, really stimulate so I really like that, but I, I just don't want women to give up, I know I talked about the tools, it's so easy to say, well go meditate, go. I mean there's wonderful um, breath meditation for those who don't want to meditate, well At the Delicious, Deliciously Ella podcast. Now I'm not sure if it's the first, second, or third last one that she put out. She interviewed with a gentleman. I've been posting them on my Facebook account. At the end of one of them, with a gentleman that she interviewed, with the, the last three to five minutes, he did a breathing exercise, which he considered meditation. I tell you, just to find your breath is kind of easy if you just not quite into the meditative mode, I kind of just walk around and, and get it kind of easily, but not as deep as I probably should be, so I learned that from this podcast, and I do yoga now, I mean, sometimes it's every other day, now I'm back to every other day, and you get that meditative state, when you're doing yoga, and when I stretch my muscles, I just feel that air breathing in through all my injuries that are throughout my body, which is amazing, I'm alive, but... It all goes to my brain, and then my brain starts to circulate. And even though I have a lot of injuries in my head too, um, it, it just really brings um, clarity and it brings oxygen. And you know, physically, it, it helps me survive. On top of the fact that it helps me thrive, but uh, set aside from the tools, there's there's just simply uh, the mindset to tell yourself what you're going to get past So these things that I discussed it we're probably, quote-unquote, uh, metaphorically not allowed to talk about. So when we feel disrespected, really, it's very hard to get past that, and as many tools as you have, I think maybe with me bringing to light and actually saying that this is going on, maybe it'll help you feel, okay, well she knows this, I'm not alone in this, so... If I feel I'm not alone with something, I'm okay, it registers in my head right away. And I might get put down for talking this way. Women really aren't supposed to on me, even still, at this age today, um, speak necessarily right off the top of their head because it's supposed to be kind of wound down to a, a respected platform that... I don't really understand that. I mean, if you're not speaking what is really truthfully believing in you, then that's not respect at all. But I definitely do speak from the heart, and I know that it's really difficult to do something when you feel distracted. But I just hope that these few things that I've been able to say have been able to. inspire you to to please still continue. And if it's a deeper abusive situation, of course I know those too and I'd be writing my books while my son would be playing with his friends and in between trying to avoid the abusive conflicts and I mean it was non stop for me and I still feel today. It doesn't end personally, it's just another one of those things that we have to deal with as women that Sometimes we leave our partners and they just don't want to let go and it's not anything of love, it's just sometimes we're taught in society that, you know, men are allowed to have control of women once they've been in their life, never mind when you are in their life and that's how that person feels, but it's uh, it's just difficult. You don't really even have to be married to them, the out. it can just be... Relationships along the way that um, you know they've done all these horrible things to sometimes, or they just feel that they can control you, know? And it's, I swear, sometimes some of them have a really big way of knowing how to make you feel that, and it's it's stressful. But even though I had all that going on, I, I kept writing and writing because it was really the only thing I could do. I said, "Okay, I have a I have paper and a pencil, and no one can take that away from me." And I just kept writing so much and. Excuse me, drinking my smoothie. I it came to the point where I just started getting better at it. Not so afraid. Came out and, you know, did my podcast with other women and just just um, I really got lost in the podcast though. It's not like I really had a direction for success. I instead was so hungry for the different women I was talking to and the different subjects that we were speaking about. Was so interesting. And I feel that too with these women that I mentioned earlier, uh, the hunger to um, to just listen to the information that, that they share is just great with me. But uh, you, the the magic that I did want to share with, I called it Artist's Legacies, not Artist's Expression, which I gave really me a show them that, which was the show I talked about at the beginning of this podcast that I. Today I was going to do until I found the other title to possibly segment that I thought was interesting. But I, um, I, I guess with all the abuse I went through and studying literature, I was really able to connect with their um, the intensity of life with them and even many years ago, which I guess we just learned not that many centuries ago that the people that we hear before us were very intelligent people because we started finding all their artifacts, and which I find is really interesting too, because I don't remember for a very long time feeling that the people before us were not intelligent, but you learn so much more when you so see their so grateful people dug up their lives and were able to share it with us. It makes me feel not so alone. It doesn't. It makes me feel as though we're we're not in this world changing by ourselves that has been changing for many years. And the evolution that came before us is is very connected to today. And these people were sitting here like we are today in their own turmoils of what was going on in their time. And try to pass on messages, messages like I am today And like other artists and other people Every day in my lives And I just Really found that interesting And like I said where I had a head injury um, I can almost feel abuse In some of the The work That you wouldn't really think I know when I went to museum When I went to a museum in Eugene There was a lot of Chinese artistry now there was Chinese artistry and there was Asian artistry and there were different rooms for the different cultures of Asian people Um, I apologize I can't quite remember the separation of the cultures of the different rooms but I was walking from room to room and just simple simple uh, artistries of Asian man at work, and it was just sometimes such a simple labor that he made them so beautiful, yet I could almost see in his face the, um, I don't want to say stress, but but the the importance of what he was doing that was laying a burden on him that he felt respectfully that he had to do and I loved how I could see the love of women in the men from many many years ago especially in nomad time with the trinkets that they were carved in women and a lot of them if not all of them were of fuller women that they thought was so beautiful and and the women would be out there working side by side with the men and they were very very valued they were valued yet they were loved also in their their own loving delicate way and i just just uh, took that in so deeply and i kind of wish we had more of that today where now instead we have all these images of what love is supposed to be what we're supposed to be as women, and even what men are supposed to be at times, so I think they have a little bit more control, but I know men have a lot of pressure on them too, to, to succeed in life, and years ago, um, probably around the time I was being born, 60s, 70s, there was 50s, 60s, probably more, there was so much pressure on the man to succeed because the woman wasn't necessarily working so much, not that she may have not wanted to, but whatever the guidelines were at that time, um, that's a lot of stress on a man. And still to today, a man to succeed and be a man, that's such a huge word and huge shoes to fill, so you have to have some empathy for that role as well. But I, I really love the, um, I love the routine of and I, was, I think that probably was my favorite when I saw that very full, lower half that was rounded and she was just concerned so beautiful that her man made for her but like i said i I could see the turmoil too uh, the weathering and the faces and the emotions the deep work that was before us because of course we didn't have the electronics a lot of things they weren't plows and they just there wasn't equipment Hard. and even when they started getting more equipment and labor labor materials and whatnot uh, they, then you know we had so many changes in the world and not necessarily maybe even abusive in relationships but maybe feeling abusive in, in the torment of, of the earth and, and it's evolution that was changing and making life so difficult on Man, being here, and I think they had the most before us. Had the most hardest of times trying to survive, and just just trying to live. So I just feel like I feel like we should sometimes tap into that and just hold that thought that we had really hard times too. But you know, just know that it's not like it was really easy. Us. I love the 20s and the 30s the most, and that's why I kind of fell in love with, was it Bronte? Yeah, there were two artists. Bronte was one of them. But the artists, that, oh, Bronte and then Edna saint Millay. I love when I read that these women were so successful then and it breaks my heart when I see how hard it was, how hard life was for them in the very early 20th centuries because, I mean, I, I'm just sad that they perished and weathered, I'm feeling, because I see so many of them that could have lived longer I feel, that they worked so hard to leave something to us and it really brings it back to the nomads who tried so hard to survive. They left their artwork behind, got a moment they left before, so it just happens to be there as part of their life. But when someone else is, is struggling to survive and get through their life, like these women, I just, my heart just poured out. And I know how hard it is for me to write and get the, um, get the approval really of my work, which I've been lucky because I mean, I was accepted by BMI. When I'd done my my writing of books earlier, I mean I got bought my own um, ISBNs from Powell's. I had been registered with them. Barnes and Nobles always picked up my books. So I mean I just from starting starting out writing one book and Connecting with people, like at Powell's when I wrote my first book, she's like, oh, this is so good, you're going to be wonderful, almost like you're going to be a bestseller type of thing, she loved my story. Now, I was going through an abusive situation, so, you know, I couldn't tell that, I was doubtful, though I was so appreciative of what she said to me, but just from connecting with people like that, that you wouldn't think you'd pick up the phone and talk to them, or deal with them by email or anything, because it's just, oh, they're so out of range, I'll just get what I need and hurry up and get away from them, but that was my connection to the writing business, so, I mean, doors just were always opening to me, because I just, you know, it was kind of second place for me to just relate to people, um, and all the, all the kids, so, but, um, Um, it is hard I still feel the disrespect even though like I said BMI accepted me Um, I have some wonderful internet radio stations as well as FM radio that respects me Um, but it's still even even with the connections that I have that I've built it's still really hard to be fully respected for your work to get past lot of things and if you're riding from the heart I think it makes it harder because you're going to be challenged and you have to really know that what you're doing is truthful to yourself and just really hold on to that and then the ride will just kind of bypass all that negativity and you'll literally feel yourself gliding past it through it but it it can be a challenge and that's why going back to these, these women and listening to them out there the women that I spoke of at the beginning of the podcast that have been inspiring me lately really helped just um, really cement that into my mind and my body that I have to really just stand strong to to what I feel is right to work on and I, I know I had that Let's say when I was working on the the album Goddess Love, which I have the rough draft of it up at RoyJeanPhenomena.com. I'll leave the link. But I um I felt I felt this kind of aha uh-huh moment. I guess I could say with with the songs that it just all came together with Goddess Love, which I might have to put Jesse's album to the back too on spin up when I put it out to share because I need to put all my songs out at once. But I really felt, I I knew that it was something special in my life, yet I wasn't feeling that strong clarity around me, and from listening to these women, I knew, well, I might not feel that strong clarity, but it's others that are going to give me that permission to continue that road by their inspiration and keep opening those doors. And like many of them say, especially Carrie Green, you know, if you make a mistake, so what if you make a mistake? So what if it doesn't come out perfect that time? And I've done many of that by putting songs up, taking them down. listening to how they sound when the are out there. It's the fact that you're doing it. Just keep trying. And I had to be making fun of myself. Okay, I put songs up, I take them down. Simplicity and So Damned, which I remastered both of them. And they sound great if you have a louder sound system. Now it's too soft, yet I'm so proud of them. So now when those come down this year for me to put up the full album, I had to get those to the minus 6 dBs, and so they sound the same as all the other songs out there, and I hope I can do that well, or well, the one others I'm putting up. But, yeah, you, it, it really helps to get the inspiration from others to to give yourself that permission to just keep going with those those really intense moments that you know are right. And, and I only felt them faintly with God is Love and the, the six songs that I put up there but I knew it was right and I knew it was for me and so fortunately listen to these women I, I know I mean even if you don't see it going anywhere now these women they really build their paths for success but she carry she will have the one, two, threes, fours and fives written down and follow them exactly and then her success happens. But with my particular um vision of how I do it, I will actually see fact that um, I'm feeling good about the fact that my stuff is out there and then I can it, it all comes back to me with that feeling and then whatever comes out of that afterwards I mean I can't really focus on because as an artist it's finishing the project and getting it done and out there so it's a bit different than making a success plan of a B C and D or one two three four five and at the end you're gonna have that money coming in or those clients um, it, it's a lot different but the same thing is not stopping and doing so that's how these girls are really helpful to me so if you're an artist and you're lost where to go you can still find that inspiration for so I hope I was helpful and I hope I'm gonna come back with more things on creating success in an abusive environment and I hope that I can help others who are in a really bad abusive environment, who are trying to sustain and just get through that period of of the worst and I want you to know if you have just even a few minutes or sometimes you have a lot of time to sit around, just continue to try to do something, even if it's by yourself where you can continue to, to better yourself and push towards that gift that you have the area that you want to be in. Stay safe, stay blessed. Lord Jean Panella, sing a song